0: ASMR Quest, the podcast not intended to trigger ASMR, but rather about
1: ASMR. Hello, Ian. Hello there, John. It's Uh, me, Ian. It's me, John. Here we are, together again.
0: That's right. This is our Thanksgiving special. Mm -hmm. Um, I had this brilliant idea that we would record our Thanksgiving special the day of Thanksgiving while we were both stuffed to the brim, a a little drunk, and it would just sort of be us maybe a little bit in pain and... Uh, just kind of tired.
1: Sort of exhausted from interacting with various family members, yeah. and...
0: Uh, so it was a great idea, and then the time came, and I didn't want to do it, because I was stuffed to the brim, a little drunk, and exhausted.
1: Yeah. Turns out the downside of these sorts of challenge podcasts <laughs> is that it's already a bit of a challenge to, like, record a podcast. Yeah,
0: yeah, there's a lot of setup involved, and effort to, like, just get started.
1: Mm-hmm. And then... I think oftentimes they can sort of turn into podcasts that are a challenge to listen to. <laughs> that's that's also a, a fear. It takes a special skill to be able to record a podcast in a challenging way and have it be a pleasure to listen yeah. to. So instead we've
0: given ourselves a different challenge because um, you know, we both, I guess, had a lot of obligations, seeing family and such, and it's hard to find a time to... Uh, uh you know to, to record. Mm-hmm. Um and so we are now recording together in my apartment. Uh and we have about uh thirty seven minutes before we're supposed to be at our friend's house.
1: Well no thirty seven minutes before we should leave. Oh wait no yeah. Thirty seven minutes before we are supposed to be there. So seventeen <laughs> minutes before we're supposed to leave then <laughs> Oh dear. Well doesn't time fly <laughs> we may be a little bit late but you Yeah we expect. we might have fucked up a little bit. This week, listeners. Well, but you know, it's interesting, John, because we moved. We moved to this once every other week schedule, mm-hmm. and I instantly sort of thought, you know, oh boy, well there we go. We're never going to have a challenging recording session again. Nope, never. <laughs> because before, it was like you know, we didn't often have challenging recording sessions, but they did crop up occasionally. Yeah, but yeah, and
0: I thought, no, now that we've got two weeks, we're going to have so much more time it's to like, plan ahead and I I I make sure we're going to be get busy.
1: It. The second week, we can record the first week. Yeah, if busy the first week, we and we can record the second. No, it's not really how it works, it turns out. <laughs> nope. We left it to the last minute because we wanted it to be, you know, thematically appropriate. Uh, and then it just did not work. <laughs> it just didn't work. But, John, gobble, 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 it's me, the ASMR turkey. <laughs> Here to give you some ASMR tips and tricks. Yeah, and I, don't think he, I don't think that was the ASMR turkey. Okay. John. gobble, gobble. Gobble. It's me, the ASMR turkey, <laughs> and I'm here to give you some ASMR tips and tricks. <laughs> now, normally, you would classify ASMR John. This is this is e, me, Ian, not the ASMR turkey. Yeah, no, I, that's, that's, <laughs> that's obvious. That's clear. Yeah. So normally, you classify ASMR as either sort of soft-spoken or whispering. Um, how would you classify the ASMR turkey's ASMR?
0: Um. I would say that's probably more
1: soft-spoken. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, somewhere in between. It's, it's certainly a, so- a soft gobble. Mm, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. soft gobble. Uh, so ASMR tricky. I was wondering if you had any any thoughts about sort of the soft-spoken versus versus whispering divide in the ASMR community. Well, it's funny that you should mention that. I've actually been working on. My whispering routine would you like to hear it? Oh absolutely. Yes, certainly, please. Well, okay. Here (laughs) it (laughs) goes. <laughs> well, thank you. I have some. You could actually probably at this point leave and never return because <laughs> it turns out that I made a huge mistake, <laughs> oh dear, you know, John. <laughs> Sometimes, you, you, sometimes you don't plan these things out. You just roll with it, and you think, "Oh, this will be, this will be, this will be a fun and accomplishment thing to do." And sometimes you just make mistakes. John, <laughs>
0: uh, all right, well, let's take a look at the indulgence corner. Uh, so we got a tweet from Danny D uh, requesting a couple of side quests from us. I'm not going to read the whole tweet out, but um,
1: we're not going to be doing so, those. Is this one of those 280 character tweets, John? Has Danny D sort of gotten the the privileged elevation to the, the upper Twitter echelons? Uh,
0: it looks like Potentially, yes. Although, it's, it's, uh, hard to say for sure. Well, but I, I think that it's probably over 140 characters. Okay, well, we can count them out. Also, I thought everyone could do the 280 character tweets now. So,
1: I think, I think it has probably gotten to the point where they can do that. This tweet was sent, um, like a week or two ago, and I know they did do a sort of rolling release. Oh, okay. Where they gave certain people access to it for, we're just sort of continuing the Twitter tradition of, of granting these sorts of Strange arbitrary privileges on their user base. Yeah, it's like um, verification. You know, like how how do they decide? It is a little strange.
0: I um, I believe I actually had access to the to two hundred eighty characters pretty much right away. Oh wow! Uh, so you know, as a you know social media influence, as a trendsetter, you know, popular podcast, popular They, podcast. they knew uh, he needs two hundred eighty characters. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we were actually going over the numbers a bit before we started recording, one of the reasons why we're a little late in getting started. Um, and let me tell you, John, it's inspired me. Uh, so before I'd, I'd sort of been all about all about this sort of, you know, all these about these success blogs, all about the. These yep. sort of, and I know that you, you weren't a fan of that. I was not, but, but I'm got, still not. I've got a bold new direction for you, John, sort of away okay. from the success yeah. blogging lifestyle. Um, what about sort of the data driven lifestyle? That seems much more reasonable. Okay, so, so I think we're gonna, we're gonna have to start getting very sort of, we're gonna get our hardcore analytics on, John. (laughs) Okay. Um, I'm gonna need you to start posting transcripts of the (laughs) podcast (laughs) so we can really do like a character by character analysis Um. of what's working, what's not. We're gonna need to start, um, sort of demo testing this or like what okay. do you call when you bring in like, like A B testing or oh focus so do, groups? Yeah focus groups that's oh, we okay. need to bring in some focus groups <laughs> just <to> see <laughs> uh, but I really think it'll pay off in the end, John, um with some real sort of I know, that's the fun thing, right? Like you can do all this focus, like you can do all this honing of your message, but ultimately what will result from that is just a blander, sort of more more palatable but less meaningful product. Right? Yeah. Like you'll never see something that's been real, really like sort of honed in the forges of data analytics, and it's come out and you said, Wow, that's an amazing piece of art. Yeah. It's like, wow, that's something which is We could have our own sort of palatable to a, a very large number of people. We could
0: we could have our very own two and a half men or two yeah. broke girls or big bang theory on could our be hands. one of these
1: things like Man, you know, if this just came up on, on the TV when I had it on already. I might not turn it off. Yeah, I'd let it play through one or two ad breaks. <laughs> and John, that's really, that's the key <laughs> with us. We gotta get, we gotta get millions of people listening for the first, like, ad break or two. Actually, I do wonder, cause we're probably hitting the point now where, you know, sort of traditional television is, is becoming fractured enough and certain podcasts are becoming popular enough. That there's there are probably like some podcast audiences that are outnumbering these sort of standard um, banner bearers, I guess, of, of television. Right? Hmm. Like not not the real the real types, like you know the Game of Thrones or whatever. Yeah, those are still in a in a separate yeah. league for now. But like something that's going on, like an eight p.m. Tuesday show on ABC or something. Hmm. Like I could imagine that there are podcasts that have a, a wider audience. Than Possibly, yeah. Do you think that? Because it's, it's it's the funny thing, right? Where podcasts still have this very uniform advertiser base. Where yeah. It's basically, you know, you you've got your your Mailchimp, you got your Blue Apron, uh, and actually, it's it's only Blue Apron now. <laughs> They've Blue, taken over. They've replaced everything else. Blue Apron has recently. It's, yeah, I just sort of got it in on the ticker now, John. Mm-hmm. Um, Blue Apron has bought out Mailchimp, and they are the only podcast sponsor. <laughs> Uh, still not sponsoring us, but you know, no. um, maybe someday. Actually, that's not true. Audible also does sponsor podcasts. Oh yeah, that's true. Because that's a great synergy right there. Mm. Yeah, I don't know, it just it just seems interesting to me that that numbers... Because like, also, it would seem like... I would I would expect your average podcast listener to have a higher degree of like emotional engagement with your product. Right,
0: so it would be more likely to... Be inclined to look into something that they heard advertised on a podcast that they really care
1: about. Than, well, like, I'm not sure if they'd, they'd be more inclined to do that because I'm not sure how effective podcast advertising is.
0: Um, but the, at least, at the very least, they're more engaged with the with product. The actual, yeah, it's or like you, know, like, you with sort with of the identify there with like the TV show. Yeah, it's like, yeah,
1: yeah, There aren't too many people who identify with like I identify as a two a person who watches Two and a Half Men. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean that's the thing. Like Two and a Half Men was also probably up, you know. Above what right, but yeah, some reached. some sort of like, but nowadays, it's just
0: unpopular network TV show, like no one's really identifying themselves as someone who watches that.
1: Like also, maybe but it's just the age range that I'm in, and the fact that I'm a millennial, John, and so I don't have, uh, I don't have cable TV actually where I live. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I just wanna, I just wanna bring that up. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm like not aware of the main shows that are running right now. And I'm not sure if that's just I've really fallen off of things, um, or if it's just become a sort of less common thing to know what's mm. going on.
0: I feel like I am somewhat aware of a lot of the popular TV shows now, and I'm aware of them uh,
1: largely because of podcasts. <laughs> hmm. So what are the main pop? I mean, there's obviously, so I'm not talking about the, like, the Game of Thrones pop, Right, right. Or, or like the Westworld or whatever. Yeah. Not the sort of the good TV shows, <laughs> <laughs> the TV shows that are like, oh, this is quality entertainment. But the TV shows that are just like, you know, it's uh, well, so on.
0: most of the ones that I am aware of are ones that like supposedly are quality entertainment. Although I've never seen them, hmm. um, but there's apparently some like family dramas that I've heard are pretty good. Okay, um, I think I think this is us is pretty popular. Um, I think there's another TV show. That's also family drama that's pretty popular that I don't remember the name of. Mm-hmm. Um if I, uh, I think I think Blackish is supposed to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, okay, are those I, I those feel like this is not like... interesting for listeners to just hear me list off TV shows that I've heard are okay <laughs> and are popular. John, it's thrilling.
1: Um, just—it's just. Do you think those are like eight PM ABC shows, though? Um, they are. Yeah, like prime time network shows. I don't know okay.
0: ABC or not ABC. I don't know what network they're on. Okay. They're, yeah, it's Okay,
1: so those are sort of the the, the modern roster of network shows. There's yeah, not it's just... a subset of them. Yeah. Okay. Not just two and a half men anymore. No, it's not on anymore. They don't make that anymore.
0: No. I mean, there's probably still reruns. I but guess at not this point,
1: any they anymore. probably would just be three men, right? <laughs> like the kids probably old enough that yeah. calling a half man is maybe offensive. <laughs> Man, so yeah, that was that was a, a nice little talk about network yeah, I'm glad television, John. We, uh,
0: wasted time on that <laughs> in this short episode. Um, I didn't know where to cut you off, but I felt pretty early on
1: that it wasn't going anywhere interesting. <laughs> well, yeah, don't, we'll leave that. Your thing, John. Now that we're now that we're sort of data driven. Oh yeah, we, we'll leave that to the listeners. Yeah, so they can so tell us if they
0: liked that segment or you know, not.
1: If you like it, we, we should post a survey afterwards where we ask like an excruciating right. sort of questions about like, did you like this? Okay, one? Um so. Uh, GB's
0: Navidad tweeted my mom watched my Blue Apron video and immediately called me to tell me how wrong I was chopping things. Hashtag oops. Uh, so this goes back to the Blue Apron video that GB released a while ago that we talked about as a side quest mm-hmm. and I just thought that this was a nice little follow up because uh, I was talking about how I sort I really enjoyed uh, how relatable GB's cooking style was and that her kitchen was bad and she had mismatched items. And, mm-hmm. Um It seemed very flustered the whole time. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I thought it was nice to get this little tweet as a follow-up.
1: Now, I'm not sure that I've ever actually watched that video. How wrong was she chopping things? I don't really remember how she was chopping
0: things. Mostly what really stuck out to me was when she needed to find measuring implements. And was sort of like like uh, scrounging around and Mm -hmm. finding stuff. And then how a lot of the time she would pick something up and then not... And then need to put it down, not really be able to find space to put it down. Mm -hmm. And how she had a lot of mismatched bowls. Mm -hmm. And yeah, nothing was like in, it was where it needed to be.
1: Mm -hmm. So really just, again, the opposite of a Tasty Video. Yeah. A Tasty Video is sort of a perfect little gem of online content. Where it's like, you know, here's the thing, John. I think Tasty Videos are the modern-day clockwork. <laughs> well, because, like, you know, clockwork is, it's like, it's this fascinating thing, this sort of real intricate mechanical, mm-hmm. everything sort of fits together nicely, but nobody cares about it anymore, right? Yeah. Because now we have digital clocks, and it turns out that right. they're better, um, and clockwork is just sort of nonsense and steampunk. But now we have tasty videos, <laughs> where you have sort of this... Unfathomable complexity <laughs> of the creation of these delicious-looking products, but it all just—it's like the the individual components are so simple, and they they all sort of twist together so neatly. It's beautiful. It's a little observation, yeah. John. And then we have
0: uh, GB's blue apron video, which really is more sort of representative of the chaos of the average of life. cooking
1: experience. Yeah, the you know the working man's clockwork. <laughs> Uh, so then I
0: believe you had some side quests uh with regards to reddit Oh yeah, so I had about? an
1: exciting I had a really exciting um, sort of side quest with respect to the reddit as as our long time listeners will know, um, I'll typically go on the ASMR subreddit and just sort of look at some look at some of the big posts recently um, this week i I tried to do it on my phone. And I realized one thing is I sort of I've re- I've deleted my Reddit app recently. Okay. As part of this whole transition, I think to adulthood that I've been going through, expiation. <laughs> <laughs> i have actually I should I should mention you know I am speaking now as a wise quarter centurion. <laughs> That's right, listeners. Between the, the past podcast and now, I have aged a full calendar year. Um, which is pretty remarkable when you think about the number of days that have elapsed <laughs> now in the last um the last episode. But as part of this I've sort of I've been putting away my childish Reddit apps <laughs> and taking out the adult um Evernote apps. <laughs> so I can write down my various musings. Um but as a result of deleting the Reddit app, I've had to try to access the ASMR subreddit on like a browser? On like a phone browser? Turns out, it just doesn't work. <laughs> Turns out that this, like, one of the most popular websites on the internet cannot be bothered to maintain a functional mobile. Like, I'm pretty sure I've used it. Well, on so we don't I'm like going I and... to display something to you. This may not work on a podcast necessarily. <laughs> um, but uh, So here we are on the yeah, anyway, it does work, right? We okay. are on the everything looks
0: fine to me so far. Okay,
1: so I want to actually sort not by hot, but by controversial. Because I was sort of sort of wondering for this week the theme could be what's the most controversial ASMR content out. Okay. There? Um so we go to controversial. Oh and what's this John? I want to sort, not by like in the past day, but in the past all time or whatever. How can I do that? <laughs> oh, I can't. <laughs> it's impossible. Because the um the screen elements they, they were overlapping. They were overlapping. In what looked like, it's just, like, what a... This is this is not even some sort of bizarre homebrew browser. This is Chrome. Yeah, it looked like it was just,
0: like, an HTML fuck-up. Like, someone just, like, didn't quite know how to make their elements fit
1: together properly. And you know what happened the first time? And you know what happened the first time I did that on this on this web browser? It took me to a splash page that was saying, the experience is better in our app. <laughs> I was like, well, no shit, Reddit. <laughs> No shit that it's better than this, this jumbled mess on your app. <laughs> but are you telling me that Reddit cannot dedicate one web developer job? Like, so you've, you've done web developer. I've not done web development. I've, I've done, done a little bit. How tricky is it to get those HTML elements to not overlap um, in an unusable way?
0: Well, when you were first starting out, and you just first learned HTML, and you're trying to, uh, and you're learning CSS, and you're trying to get some slightly fancy things to happen, it's very difficult. There's a lot of tricky things that don't make sense. Mm-hmm. However, once you are not just like a complete newbie, uh, a complete noob, and you are like skilled enough to be hired
1: mm-hmm. to
0: do that sort of
1: to thing. To say work for a, a major <laughs> online uh, content. Yeah, uh, sure. it, 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 you, it's not that
0: difficult. You
1: okay. can probably figure it out. Remarkable. So that's sort of the side quest for this week is a is a um, piercing piece of investigative journalism. Oh, that's right, Reddit. I'm setting my sights on you. I've been I've been pretty I've been pretty friendly to the ASMR subreddit because I think they're a fine community. I actually don't think this relates to the ASMR subreddit at all, in so much as it relates to Reddit as a whole. But you're you're on my, you know, out for you. <laughs> <laughs> I could not think of a properly sinister way to say that. Alright, uh, well let's move on to the main quest. The main quest, which is this is going to be an exciting main quest, jumpstart. I actually do not know what it is. Uh, well, you know, much like our
0: Halloween episode, this is our Thanksgiving episode, and so our main quest is just to check out some Thanksgiving ASMR content. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did that.
1: I do I, not I remember. I went
0: reading. to YouTube and I typed in Thanksgiving ASMR. Mm-hmm. And, uh, one of the top results I found was a segment from Tosh.0 mm-hmm.
1: uh,
0: called ASMR Thanksgiving.
1: Now, I know what you're thinking. Wow. I didn't know that ASMR content was that big in 2009. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> listeners, the actual truth may shock you. <laughs> yeah, it turns out Tosh.0
0: is still going.
1: It's still going? How How could this be, John? It's
0: a great question. <laughs> yeah. So one of the big revelations I had while watching this video is um, apparently uh, Daniel Tosh can be funny. Oh, yeah. I I was unaware. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I I watched a couple episodes back when the show was still new. Um, I had a couple complaints with it. Mm -hmm. Um, One was that just the whole concept was ridiculous to me. Like, I have the internet. I can watch funny internet videos myself. I don't know why I need a TV show that shows them to me. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Uh, And then also I just thought all of the jokes were bad. Mm -hmm. I didn't find it funny at all. Um, And I have not seen any of Daniel Tosh's other work before or since. So maybe he is a very funny man, and I'm just unaware. Mm -hmm. But my impression from having watched the show a bit back in the day was, was not good. Now, when you were watching
1: the show for the first time, that was, what, 15... 30 years ago? Something like that, yeah. So maybe of... it's just the case that, like, at that point you weren't sort of emotionally mature enough to handle <laughs> Tosh. <point out. laughs> maybe you had to grow into Daniel Tosh's particular sophisticated style of humor. <laughs> um, now,
0: that's it. I, I will say, so So this segment, um, the first starts off by showing some clips of, um, of a, a woman named Spirit, uh, who I was not familiar with, but she's an ASMR artist. Uh, she mostly does eating videos. Um, I think
1: I've seen her do an
0: ASMR parties video.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, I, I hadn't
0: seen any of her stuff before. Um, so it starts with some clips of some of her videos, and then it does have um, Daniel Tosh doing a a couple of pretty bad jokes. -hmm. About ASMR,
1: just standing in front of that weird green screen set. Now, give me, give me, so what is is Daniel Tosh's take on ASMR?
0: Uh, it was mostly just, like, pretty bad jokes about um, how people are getting off to watching these videos. Oh, well, that
1: actually does sound hilarious.
0: (laughs) Uh your jokes about
1: it are funnier than his were. Oh wow, thank you, <laughs> John. I'm funnier than da- well you know what, I say that as if that's an almost insulting um, compliment to give. But he is he is, I guess, a professional funny man. Like I sh- I'm he, he be does have a He's
0: dismissive about him, right? Like he's Yeah, we're probably a little overly dismissive. I think maybe we got a particularly bad uh impression of him from what we've seen.
1: Maybe. And also, it's just, you know, it's one of those things, probably, where even if it's not sort of our style of humor, like, just it's not funny to you doesn't mean it's not funny in some sense, right?
0: Yeah. I feel like it's funny to the sort of person who thinks that, like, the funniest thing in the world is when he punches his friends in the nuts. Does Daniel Tosh punch people in the nuts? No, I just feel like that sort of personality. Oh, okay. the person like, is punching. Okay. Like, like the sort of person who would, like, punch their friend in the nuts laugh at it hysterically, and then follow it up with, like, no homo. No homo. Uh, as the sort of person who would enjoy Tosh by now. Maybe. Although I will say, that does John... That doesn't seem
1: <laughs> maybe, like, a little it. too uh, negative. Possibly. But I, I you know, just sort of to, to tone that down a bit, if Daniel Tosh sort of burst through the door and punched you in the nuts, <laughs> <laughs> I find I find it sort of horrifying at first, because I'm not positive that I'd recognize Daniel Tosh just by yeah. seeing him. It just seemed like a sort of home invasion situation. <laughs> But I do think once I understood the sort of the whole the whole picture, yeah, I would find it very amusing. I, I probably relate it to. I other have people to many yeah. times
0: I I would also find that very funny, just sort of due to the absurdity of this celebrity busting <laughs> in to my apartment, someone he's never met while well, I'm talking shit about him. It's true. Um, again, with like I kind of ignorantly like i really don't know that much about his work yeah. i just was like in a small sampling that i wasn't all that fond of uh-huh. um so like, yeah if he came in here and attacked me over that
1: <laughs> I, I that would be pretty good i thought would be ai don't know about you that would be one of my go-to anecdotes from this point forward absolutely <laughs> <laughs> so how do you like so i feel like i would have an easier time bringing it up than you right like how do you sort of relate? Because like, if you do it, it's almost like a victim story, right? It's like, are they supposed to feel bad that you've been assaulted by Daniel Dosh? I think I'd have to try to phrase like uh, mm-hmm.
0: phrase it in a way that people understand that. Um, look, I, I understand that this was, you know, I brought this on myself in a sort of cosmic sense. Like, mm-hmm. I was, I was talking about this man um, who, you know, maybe didn't deserve it. We were, he, harsh, huh? we, we were being a little harsh on We were being quite harsh. Yeah. He busted into my apartment. You know, literally, I don't know how he knew I was talking shit. I don't
1: know how he knew where I lived. did he know that you were talking shit? That's one question that we sort of don't, yeah, don't like, know. Yeah, who knows? But the, just the pure absurdity of the mm-hmm. situation is just... Now, let's just sort of draw this out a little bit more, John. Would you press charges? Oh, I don't think so. Don't I, think I don't so? think so? I... Even though he could well be like, flying off to some other part of the country just to go and punch some other person in the nuts. Well, but again, like, that person's going to have a story they can tell for the rest of their life. I guess, but I mean, here's the thing, I, I feel like there's going to be a lot really, of people... He's giving us a gift. I feel like there's a lot of people from whom getting punched in the nuts by Daniel Tosh would maybe not be such a charming anecdote. Because, like, if you don't know mm-hmm. Daniel Tosh, right, then... Right, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. It's just like... It's quite a situation, John. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about this whole. Scenario. That's, a, that's a that's a fair point.
0: I would probably take a fertility test afterwards, uh, and yeah. I think that might affect whether or not I press charges. I I,
1: I just I don't know how because like I feel like I got hit in the nuts a couple of times, the kid. Right. Right. I don't. Like, you're just gonna get hit in the nuts. The yeah, I feel people. like it probably does not affect you. You know, depending on how yeah. hard it is.
0: You know, if it if it's really enough to cause damage.
1: Yeah. If he's really like he's been, he's sort of doing a whole punch out wind-up knockout blow yeah you know? like that i would going for the haymaker that i
0: might take i would take issue with that. If, it's, if it's more of a light punch mm-hmm. you know it like hurts a bit but then you know just
1: like, one of those one of those little taps yeah then like that one i probably
0: wouldn't okay. I, I think in that case i would just say like oh this is a good story now okay does he hang out afterwards or does he run <sighs> away i think he runs away I think so. I mean, you can't bust into someone's apartment, even if you are a somewhat famous person. Mm-hmm. Uh, punch them in the nuts and then just hang out. Like, you...
1: I guess, but there's... it's sort Although, I guess, it,
0: yeah, it does sort of... If he does hang out, then it maybe, like... I guess, it, yeah, if he runs away, then you don't necessarily know who he is, he, mm-hmm. and you think, like, oh, man, someone just busted in here. Busted me in yeah. the nuts. <laughs>
1: Bust me in my buster.
0: They bust it out, like what a criminal. What a what a what a guy. Gotta gotta call the police. But if he hangs out, he's like, Hey, I heard you talking shit. Just had to come in here Hunting the nuts, like, you know, I'm sorry about Ooh, that. Actually, I'm gonna stop me.
1: there, John. If you told me I heard you talking shit, had to cut ca- that would actually make me much more likely to want press charges. Because why is Daniel Tosh listening <laughs> This isn't even if he was just actually... Walking
0: down the hall.
1: Okay, so it's sort of we're I don't know. I mean, I feel like he'd have to be listening at the door, John. He'd have to be listening yeah. at the door. Maybe we're talking very loudly. Maybe. Um, also, one one sort of final wrinkle in this whole thing. Mm-hmm. If he, because you just said the word busting a lot there. Yeah. If he punched you in the nuts and then ejaculated. Like, he didn't have his penis out or anything. Like, you could just tell. Mm. He's ejaculated. He's, he's sort of orgasmed. Do you press charges then? Because then it's a sex thing. I'm right? definitely more uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: uh, so I, I did find that In the part. So, uh, the majority of this video is um, him at a uh, dinner table uh, with his fake conservative family for Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. uh, with Spirit, the ASM artist. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he's just sort of like. So, he sort of
1: brought this ASM artist home to meet the family.
0: Yeah. But, like, yeah, so they're all sort of in. All of the family members are just in character. Mm -hmm. Um, But. And it's the sort of like weird framing, but for the most part it is essentially just him like doing like a little sort of casual interview with her. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're whispering the whole time. Um and I actually I, I have to say, like I, I found like in that setting I, I thought he was uh kind of charming and funny. Nice. Would you describe him as a competent ASM artist? Uh no, not especially. But okay. I would I would um describe him as a, a competent, like, comical interviewer. Nice. Yeah. I I was quite impressed by that, answer. I mean, there were still, like, some jokes I wasn't into, and, again, like, the monologue part was not for me. But, like, when he was just sort of having a little casual chat with her, like, I thought that was pretty good for the most part. Hmm. So... Good job, Daniel
1: Tosh. Well, yeah, Dan- After her talking all this shit, really <laughs> no. trying to backpedal here. Well, also, I mean, now it's like I don't not want to get just, punched
0: in the balls. Not even
1: just the shit talking part. I mean, the, the amount of time that we sort of spent talking about this hypothetical situation where he punches. It. I feel like that's the more striking part of this now. Yeah, <laughs> the more striking. The more striking part. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I think we've covered sort of a bevy. We've covered the whole range of. The ASMR Thanksgiving <laughs> experience now, John. Uh, well,
0: so if I. I'm just sort of scrolling through the results, and most of the other videos that come up are people eating Thanksgiving meals in an ASMR fashion. Um, but then there's two that I want to highlight because I actually watched part of these. Mm-hmm. Um, there's ASMR Whisper reviewing Walmart Thanksgiving Circular. Oh, that's good. By Southern ASMR Sounds. Oh, that was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just sort of like the absurdity of just going through. Uh, like, a Walmart ad. Oh, I'm not sort of even sure that's absurd.
1: It. There's, like, there's something about the idea of an ASMR artist bringing you through, like, one of those circulars. That I just find very appealing. Yeah. I mean, like,
0: like I, w- I do not look at those for mm-hmm. the entire year. Mm-hmm. But Thanksgiving morning, I always want to look at, like, the Black Friday circulars. Mm-hmm. And there's something just sort of, like, calming and soothing about it. Yeah. Like, even if I have no interest in anything in them. And like I'm not gonna buy any of this stuff. I was just, just sort of the process of looking through them I find kind of appealing. So.
1: Yeah, and they're like I don't know, they're 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 laid out and they've got these sort of nice pictures to them. Yeah. And I don't know. It's something that I never would have thought of before, just like sort of seeing this thumbnail for a video. <laughs> but I think I'm into it, John. Yeah, it
0: was pretty good. Uh and then the other one I watched a bit of was Turkey Massage ASMR
1: by Ephemeral Rift. hmm Gonna say
0: not a huge fan of this one.
1: Yeah, sort of as 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 Into the thumbnail of the first um, video that I was. I I would say I'm not into the thumbnail of this one. He appears to be wearing a Shriner hat.
0: Yeah. I think it's got some, like, extra decorations on it. Or no, I think
1: it's just a turkey hat.
0: Or maybe it's a Shriner hat that looks like a turkey. I don't
1: know. Oh, yeah, no, it does look like a turkey hat. It's just, there's, like, that sort of red cone down the middle. Yeah. um, Confused me, I think. Um, But, so,
0: the, the... This video is 46 minutes long, Mm -hmm. um, and it's essentially just him massaging
1: a raw turkey carcass. Well, hold on. I'd like you to click on that video, because it appears he sort of breaks it down step by step.
0: Um, So So if you go down to
1: the, the description for the video... Yeah, Yeah,
0: there. So there are yeah different steps to it, but it Mm -hmm. does all come to down to him massaging a raw turkey carcass.
1: Well, hold on, let's see, because you're setting the mood, moistening skin that does start at 420. (laughs) Nice, full body massage, fingertip tapping massage, wooden mallet massage, soothing skin brushing. Is that now we're getting to a brushing trigger That's true. Sonic tenderizing with wooden blocks. What's a sonic tenderizing?
0: Uh, I'm not sure I I
1: started skipping around Because okay, I realized I, I wasn't can, into it I can sort of see why you. I was actually going to be very impressed And a little concerned If you had watched the full, full No, I event. did not Event There's also a Sonic Tenderizing This is the final step Sonic Tenderizing with plastic pouch immersion So there's two different varieties of Sonic Tenderizing If that's what you're into um, Yeah, it, it is definitely a, a raw turkey
0: carcass And it, it just It's pretty gross and unpleasant to look at
1: Wow, it sure is. Um, It's a very, it's a, I don't know. I mean, I sort of, so, you know, come Thanksgiving, you see the turkey carcass, right? mm -hmm. And you always realize how ugly, like, how much uglier it is in person than you would expect. Mm -hmm. This actually looks like a, it still looks like a sort of hideous, real turkey carcass, but it also looks fairly photogenic. Like, (laughs) insofar as raw, disgusting turkey carcasses go, this one is like, it's sort of a platonic, disgusting raw turkey carcass. Do you see where I'm coming from? I I, I, I do. Yeah, I, I can see what you're saying there. Which makes me wonder, like, how much time was spent in the preparation of this turkey carcass to get it sort of ready for camera, you know? Hmm. Don't know. Not into the first this video. Time. <laughs> the first time that I've seen Ephemeral Riff's face. Really? He
0: does a lot of
1: videos where you can see his face. Okay. I'd I say know. probably more than half. Hmm. I haven't watched a huge number of his videos, and most of the ones I feel he's wearing a mask. Yeah, I mean like he definitely that. does have a lot of those. Um, well, yes, no, I've seen the one where he's like the doctor, so mm-hmm. that is not wearing a mask. So uh,
0: I think that that's about that about does it for our main quest this week. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I don't know that there's really all that much else we want to talk about. Well, so I think we should sort of you know one of the things that we could maybe do a little bit better in this podcast to sort of, you know, again, drive up the numbers, John, mm-hmm. is present some sort of actionable items. Because like if we have the actual items you, you gotta write into us and all that sort yeah. of stuff. But also like, you know, someone you should come away from this podcast to be like, Wow, I've learned some some real tips and tricks okay. for my everyday life. Oh, okay. Um and so I think we can maybe make this more of a of a sort of life hacker advice podcast. Okay. Um but only at the end. All right. So, so I had, have one really big piece of advice. Okay, and it's it's sort of this is not just sort of tangential advice. This needs to be advice which has sort of been distilled through the conversation. Yeah.
0: So so the advice that I would give is um, when you have a deadline for something, mm-hmm. um, you know, this could be uh, something at school, it could be something at work, it could be something in your personal life. Um, but when you have a deadline for something, mm-hmm. don't plan to do it at the last minute. Under circumstances which you're confident will make you not want to do it. <laughs> don't plan to do it last minute in a sort of challenge scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes things are going to come down to the last minute. It's unavoidable. Sometimes you know you're busy. But if you have the time early and you're putting it off specifically to do it in an unpleasant situation... Sort of reconsider that. Yeah, maybe, maybe don't do that. If you really want the unpleasant situation, maybe try to, like, recreate an unpleasant situation earlier. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's sort of my big piece of advice for the listeners this week.
1: Well, that sounds like a great piece of advice and something that we can all sort of take to heart and meditate on a bit. Um, I think my main piece of advice would be if people ask you, um, What's Thanksgiving ASMR like? Um, The answer is that it it's primarily revolves around um ASMR eating videos. Yeah, it's mostly eating. Which is I guess what you would expect Yeah. for ASMR videos on a holiday, which is ultimately about gluttony. Yeah,
0: it's uh not not as much variety as um as Halloween videos. Mm-hmm. And so that's my piece of advice. <laughs>
1: it's just that fact.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, thank you for joining us again this week. Uh we will Talk to you again in two weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, Please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. You can find us on Twitter at ASMR underscore quest, and you can email us at ASMRquesting at gmail.com.
1: If you're Daniel Tosh and you're listening to this podcast, we'd love to interview you. So reach out to us. Thank you, everyone. (laughs) And stay tingly. (laughs) Sort of start adding in these like uh, these calls to celebrities. (laughs) I like that, I really like that.